Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. RJ, we're back. Real racing, the yes. World Cup. We did it. Long off season is over with. And uh, so we've now seen the first, what, one, two, three, four, five races uh, of the season. So, of course, we're ready to make all of our declarations. And, um, you know, I think uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's our, our mispredictions. <laughs> it, yes, exactly right. Uh, and uh, that's more than enough of a sample size to pretty much determine what's going to happen the rest of the season. You ready to break it down? I am. And yeah. uh, I, I must admit that because I think for me, the first race was at 3.30 or something. And, um, you know, I was like, I'd like to watch, but it's a bit early. <laughs> I woke up at 1.30. And I don't know if you ever have that, like before yeah. you go on vacation or something, did you start mm-hmm. waking up early and thinking that you're late and that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah, between one thirty and 3.30, I was so restless. And then uh, I was like, you might as well just go watch. And I showed you my setup. I, um, it was great. Not too long ago, I got a 65-inch TV um, and it's a <sighs> smart TV, so it actually has a browser on it. <sighs> so it was I'm gorgeous, just watching the, the biathlon stream on that and it's pretty pretty darn amazing yeah so uh think about like the 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 era the the age that we live in that you live how many time zones away from where the race was taking place and yet you could pull it up on your 65 inch tv and i know and then at the same time on on an ipad over or a laptop see all the Uh, intermediates and that kind of thing yeah it's it's crazy but it's also fantastic so oh i know yeah we're lucky i mean yeah it's uh there there are some things that are that are wild about the era that that we live in that and that we can just uh we can do this i can be chatting with you and seeing you at the same time there's two people who have never met in person <laughs> i know that is that is really uh, weird when you think yeah, about it but, it really uh, is but all right so, so first thought that comes up oh it's baiba baiba mendica coming I back know. two months after childbirth and and racing and racing well I know, and and especially her shooting was uh, was was incredible. I know. So right. So um, not even counting her shooting, right? So she was in leg two of the relay today, and she had the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh best uh, total time for her leg, and she was forty five seconds behind uh, Junie Arnaclive. But other than that, I mean, she was. 12 seconds behind Lynn Pearson, 10 seconds behind Selena Groshen, uh, eight behind Jislova, uh, two seconds behind Polona Klemencic. She was basically on time with Lisa Hauser. She was three seconds faster than Veer, uh, 20-ish seconds faster than Amy Viserga. I mean, Chloe Chevalier was like a minute and a half behind her. I mean, it was just a, it looked like she hadn't been away at all. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Because I remember last time we talked about Baiba, you you had uh, said that she's aiming maybe to participate in uh, trimester two, and <laughs> then all of a sudden I see her start in the relay, and I'm I like, think I think you Whoa. misunderstood me. Yeah, it wasn't trimester two; it was race number two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is just wild. But, uh, I can't. No, it, was, I, it was awesome. I can't believe that she did it. I mean, she was skiing really well, right? If you, even if you she shot well, but you just look at her 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 course times and like she was faster than amy becerga she was faster than dorothy avira she was faster than lisa hauser she was basically on time with dj Irwin, six seconds slower than chloe chevalier i'd have to go back and look to see where where she ranked in in comparison mm-hmm. to all of them last season but that has to be <laughs> pretty darn competitive to where she was last season and you know I she know. only went through probably like the most traumatic thing you can go through in natural life so it's pretty wild yeah yeah and they were um commentators were referring i think a swedish athlete who swedish or french who came back after three months in oh i didn't even so, catch that yeah yeah so yeah yeah two months Hats so off. i i hope that that little boy knows that he's got an awesome mom and uh someday is able to hear that story and really appreciate it <laughs> yeah what about you besides that um i was thrilled to see Preutz back and um mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to uh, send all my uh, uh, positive 
vibes for the rest of the season to her that she can uh, stay healthy and, you know, the way she's performing so far, uh, maybe aim for the for one of the Globes at least. She looks good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's another one, right? She had such a such a tumultuous last couple of seasons, and she comes in and and I, I at the time, like I can't, I don't know yet if I am more excited for her or more gutted that she didn't win the race. I mean, what was it? Zero point one seconds. Yeah. Zero, so it was, yeah. yeah. But it was it was really amazing to see her back out there like that. Um, really, the Germans as a whole had a great start. Yeah, uh, I was very happy to see Voigt do well and. Mm-hmm. I found it so interesting because uh, there was there was a couple of camera shots where uh, was a was a slight climb, and it seemed like two other competitors were like easily catching up with Vogt and and that they would pass her, but they just would not pass her, would not pass her, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. all confused. And then they came by, and Vogt actually had pretty much the same speed as the other two, but because she has these long strong strides compared to the two behind her who were, you know, very quick and, and light. Um, it just looks so, so much more energetic, the, the girls behind her, but mm-hmm. in the end it was generating the same speed. So that was, that was fun to see. Yeah. And, and that was one of the things that we sort of keyed on her from last season was sort of inconsistency on the skis. Like she could show it well, first race out and she was 10th in course time. So um, that was that was really solid. And of course, you know, with, with Vanessa Vogt, you expect to see her shooting well. So seeing her shoot clean, not a, not a stunning result, but still she, she looks like she's ready. You know, we talked a lot about sophomore slump with her. Uh, mm. She's looked like she's ready to get back to where we hoped that she might be last season. So it was really right. exciting. Um, and then Sophia Schneider rounds out their three in the top five um, with her career. Yeah, best Germans race. had a, had a great, oh my God. Yeah. World cup one, right? Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, this is this was World Cup one, and today World Cup two started. I guess, right? I think it's all World Cup one in my head. Oh, it's, it regardless one? of how they're doing it, I'm calling it World Cup one. The whole thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If there's no travel involved, I'm calling it World Cup one. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did they put? Uh, they had three in the top five for the women. The men, they had, they went one two with Reese and Strello. Um, and then uh, I think Benny Dole was up there. Kuhn was also in the top 20. So really all around the the Germans, just they looked a, a little bit concerned about them coming out of those preseason races because they just looked sluggish compared to everybody else. But maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we talked to Christian Wolf middle of last week and he was mentioning how, I mean, we brought up how when it's colder, the if there's in there's oh, there's less of a wax or ski advantage just because the right. snow is just more more frozen. So um you know, with, with all things being equal as far as that goes, because it was pretty cold. Um, you know, it looks like they, they were pretty amazing, except for uh, except for one of our favorites, Hannah Kavinger, who just didn't look quite mm-hmm. like we might might have hoped. I think oh, for the German women, I think they had like five women in the top 15-ish for course time, and then and Kavinger was a little bit further further back. But, right. um, yeah. Um, another thing that stood out to me was the uh Slatterberg combination representing mm. Greenland. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Um I don't if I wrote it down somewhere, I don't think they finished the race. They were laughed at the end. Yeah. yeah. But it must be t- still pretty exciting to uh to race together for the first yeah. time. Well at least at the World Cup. First time on the World Cup and certainly not the last time I would imagine. I hopefully we'll see them mm-hmm back for the other single mixed later this season. Um, and I know we're kind of hopping back and forth here, but what were you more surprised with that JT Bo didn't win or that uh, Ligret was doing even worse? Uh, yeah, no, it was Sterla, 100%. I mean, JT Bo, he still looked solid. He wasn't as fast uh, as he was last season. I think Samuelson beat him by, what, 30 seconds or so on the course. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, JT Bo was definitely, he had a little bit of a, a, a different kind of off season. It sounds like he took some time away just to be with his family. He got bit by the mm-hmm. snake. Um, he had the accident on the snake. trainer. Tell me about that. I think it wasn't like in May he got bit by a snake. So he, uh, he had to take in some Norway. time off. 
Um, huh. Maybe maybe it was not in Norway, but yeah, on vacation somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, so it took some time away for that, and I think that this will be one of those seasons where he warms into it. But even not at the amazing level we saw him last year, he was still third. So uh, and right right in the race with two misses. Um, you know, obviously yeah, you, you put him on, on the same number of misses as everybody else and, and he wins going away. So, um, yeah. he'll, he'll be right there, but Lagra just looked, he looks like a turtle out there. I mean, this was like his slowest I've seen him in a couple of seasons. I actually looked it up and he has not been this slow, like his course time rank in three years. Um, so it just, it looked very well, and unusual. That's the nice thing with the individual. It's, it's all yeah. the same, right? So you don't have penalty yeah. loops then. Yeah, yeah, 245 behind Sebastiansen. Ugh. Ugh. Hey, did you see he was left off the relay for tomorrow? I did not see that, no. Yeah, so they put in well, a strong shot. who else? Because, I mean, they had, like, I know I've seen a name before, but Strunzheim. Yep, yep, he got he got uh, put on, so he took his spot. But he kind of came out of, not nowhere, but, you know, just another name to throw in there. Do you remember the story about him? So he wasn't even supposed to be on the team last year. And then there was the issue. I think it was Philip Field Anderson. Like went, yeah. right? He went to a different event. He ended up getting COVID. And because there was the confusion about who got who got the certain number of bibs for the world championships. Mm-hmm. And so they had to call in Stromshine. And, and he comes in, of course, performs well enough that he sticks with the team the rest of the year. Now here he is. And Philip Field Anderson's back on the IBU Cup. So talk about a like a sliding doors moment, right? That he got, he got his opportunity and he's not letting go. Yeah. But also like in the individual, he was second best Norwegian, right? (laughs) He was. Yeah. He looked good. And Christiansen also didn't look that good. Like he he finished behind Ligrid, right? So I don't know. Dala didn't have a good race. It's kind of a weird, weird race for good, the um, Norwegian men, right? Sorry? It's kind of a strange race for the Norwegian men, right? I know. And I, it, I it, um, and again, they had four four in the top 13. And here I am saying, ooh, well, they didn't look so good. But <laughs> yeah, kind of tells I guess you, by Norwegian standards, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also noticed uh, em, uh, Emilien Claude had a mm. much better uh, individual race than. His brother in the uh, yes. the single mix, but uh, yeah. I I still find that weird. I'm I'm uh, you know I looked at his picture and I'm like that guy just sat in the back of my car and now he's you know <laughs> top ten in an individual race in the World Cup. Like good for him. <laughs> I, I actually think that the longer this podcast goes on, that's going to be one of our coolest stories. Is that <laughs> he was just kind of I know <laughs> hanging out with you in the back of the car. Um, I wouldn't call it hanging out per se, but no, oh, he was hanging out. He was, was just appreciating chilling. the ride. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he looked good. He was the fastest of the clothes, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, good for him. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great day all around for the French though. No. And I was really curious, um, what the mindset was for the single mix relay to have probably your, first ranked woman with right uh, a lower ranked yeah i thought that I was know. interesting like i don't know if they anticipated that that would give the best balance between the two races but mm-hmm. seemed a bit odd yeah i i'm almost curious that they didn't go with jacqueline for the single mixed mhm right that's what Maybe. i would think and then right. and then yeah. have qfm and then, uh, you know, one of the Claude brothers on the, uh, in the regular mix, relay, yeah. but yeah. yeah, but no, I mean, what did they finish? Uh, third in the, in the single mixed and they won the mix. So worked yeah. out okay. But, um, I'm, I'm sure that they're not too upset <laughs> winning well, the mix relay. But yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree though. It, it seemed like a, a, kind of an odd balance, but maybe there was something about, team dynamics that worked better that way which uh speaking of Could having be. uh what i say boucher uh you know tapping off to simone today in the relay i think a lot of people thought that was kind yeah, of yeah i wasn't sure if you got my joke when i say and it was yes yeah Justin boucher handed it over to yes yes i did yeah that was... but now at least it was voluntarily 
Oh man. Yeah, kind of a rough day. I think uh, Chloe Chevalier didn't didn't. Yeah, didn't shoot as well. Well, I think uh, Hannah Oberg had a pretty rough day, and I was I was really confused. So last year she had a meltdown in one of the relays, I think in Ostersund as well. Mm-hmm. And then I we talked about because um, then they put Elvira on the first, uh, the fourth and like, last uh, yep. lap, mm-hmm. and that seemed to go really well. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of surprised to them moving back the order to what it was before. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to say, and now look at the results. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go there, but um, it just surprised me because it, it seemed like Elvira fitted well and, and dealt with it well. I think there was one race where she was under quite a bit of pressure and she handled it very well. Mm-hmm. So I was just a bit surprised, really. So here's a here's a, uh, a question for you. Elvira has now raced in three races. She raced in the mixed relay. She did the individual and uh, she did the the relay today. Yeah. Do you know do you know what her shooting is in each of those races without looking at it? Um I'm tempted to say she shot well in two of them and not so good in one of them. It has been quite an adventure. So she I think she had she had three misses in the mixed relay. She had six misses in the individual, and then she was perfect today. <laughs> just, hmm. Yeah. But so I I haven't seen like I watched the women's individual later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um but was there like was there awful wind in some sections of the race or because you know you you saw some shooting pretty good, but then there was also like Simon one and three misses, Elvira, yeah. like you said, six, Davidova, although she hasn't been looking too good so far. Groschen, Groschen, the German, four, two, one, and zero. Yeah. And a Gantler missing four in her last shot. Ukalek, who's strong shooter, yeah. had zero, zero, and then two and three. And I I don't know. Um, it reminded me a bit of Monday when I was uh, shooting in, in Canmore. <laughs> and literally one minute you looked at the flag and it would be blowing left. And then you would aim. So you look through your your um, I I always forget what those the little holes, yeah. And then I I peek again, and then the flag is the complete opposite, and then it's down, and like it was all over the place. So I wonder if that was also uh, happening in the uh, women's individual. Could be. I I actually I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I know just from looking at the weather today was supposed to be the windiest of all the days, but it can always mm-hmm. be variable. Um, well, today was pretty bad too. I think R two D two just walked by. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Today, today got a little blustery at times, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I, 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 I don't remember it being particularly bad out there. Um, but you know, it, right? right? And and I look at other women who had similar similar start times that shot much better than Elvira did in the individual. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if it was just one of those days. I don't know. She yeah. turned into a really good shooter last year. But maybe, I don't know. And like I said, she was perfect today. She was amazing today. I mean, she brought them back from a bit of a deficit, gave them a huge lead going on. Not a huge lead, but a solid lead going into the last leg. But I would consider that a huge lead at that level. Yeah, 23 or 25 seconds, whatever it was. With Hannah coming up? Yeah. Should have been. But I think we've talked about this before, but Hannah just sometimes, last year she did well. I think she had three wins, four wins last season. But... um, you know, I, I think sometimes she just gets this mental block at the end uh, with the with the final shooting, um, particularly in in Ostersund. I think that in maybe this is one of those tricks of memory, but I feel like here in particular she has had more shooting issues, and she survived it in the single mixed where she and Samuelson won, but she still had four misses right. in, in that last leg. Um, she had uh, a miss each in her last three shootings, and the individual overall was okay, and then and then this was sort of disastrous today in the in the in the relay mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i do you just you feel for her because she's got all the talent and and last year oh, clearly yeah. she she had those four wins so she she can really perform well but that's what surprised me so much with like i said the uh the order in the relay i, where it I seemed agree to like it was similar yeah. issue last year then they changed it it seemed to mm-hmm. work for everybody and then they changed it back today so 
what was happening with um was it who was the uh the shooter i uh, these suits frustrate me like there should be a rule that yeah. suits cannot be like the exact 90% same percent identical yeah that's just silly but yeah. anyway um i think there was an athlete was it chloe chevalier who was um just unable to pull the trigger and just I don't know. It reminded me a little bit of uh, last year when Vera, was it last year or two years two ago? Two years ago. Vera, yeah. in a race, she seemed to be waiting for the wind to die down and then she just waited and waited. And I think her, her like she, she didn't do anything for like a minute. Yeah, she was a statue. Today it wasn't as bad, but. Well, yeah, was... Chevalier. So she was, um, yeah, her last, her, her last shooting, she waited. Oh, I can't get it to pull up 20 seconds. It was a minute and 35 was the total shooting time, but there were some, mm. some major gaps in between. So I don't know if there was some difficulty with reloading, but no, it seemed like she was just so. waiting for a long time. I think she had only, did she only have one miss and then she, she took like, or maybe two misses, but yeah, she took forever to, to, uh, to align herself. And you could see that. Um, so yeah. when you're, when you're standing shooting because you don't have really have support other than your elbow and your hip after a while, it just gets uncomfortable. Yeah. So you could see a number of times where, you know, they, they focus like in, in sort of larger movement and then they focus in small movement Mm -hmm. and then it's almost, you know, your barrel is pretty much still. And then, you know, it's kind of one or two seconds and you have to shoot and otherwise you, you can't really hold that position that long. Yeah. And she did that like two or three times in a row where she kind of reset and yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was a mental block or if she was just um, just not seeing the the target well enough to pull the trigger or mm-hmm. and that's so so hard, right? Because then you're like, okay, I have one more, one more bullet. I need yeah. to have one target so I don't have a penalty loop. So you take all the time you need and then you miss anyway. Yeah. So you wasted all this time. You know, you wasted 20 seconds to at least get the shot and then you still have to do a penalty loop. It's, uh... Yeah. It's hard, right? It's, you know, exactly. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. You better, if you're going to, if you're going to wait all that time, you, you better really hope you get those, those targets down because otherwise yeah. it's, yeah, it's pretty sorry. What I was doing is I was just I was looking through the shooting to see if there was anybody else who at the same the same shooting had a had a particularly long and I, it was just her. So, well, and I'm almost thinking either I saw it wrong or the data wasn't um, tracked correctly, but I looked at the single mixed relay shooting times and Sebastian Samuelson second shooting. He had three reloads and he did it in 45.1 seconds. Good gracious. His second shooting? Yeah. So the standing shooting is, is faster yeah, yeah, yeah. than, yeah, um, yeah. but, but still that was, that was crazy shooting. If, if that time is actually correct, if you compare it to others. I see, um, I see three reloads in 57 seconds. So maybe it was just put up incorrectly at first. Oh, Okay. Good gracious, yeah. his shooting was fast. Hey? I just looked at his other shooting times. They were just very fast. Um, going back to the the women's relay for just a moment, um, if you don't mind. Yep. Um, so, you know, obviously a disappointing day for the French, but um, yeah, they I, I think that looking just looking at the teams going into the race, I think we all probably expected them to to fight for the for the win. Um mm-hmm. I would have said with the, with the Swedes, they probably were the favorites and especially considering their form. Um, and, and outside of Chloe Chevalier, they, they probably performed just as well as everybody else, but, um, that's just a, it's a tough day. Um, I, I, I did want to, I did want to make a note though of, uh, uh, the Norwegians winning the race. And I thought that, um, there were just some interesting, interesting performances by the, by the women on the Norwegian team. Cause, uh, Juni Arnaklev, I thought, was looked really strong yeah even Um, in this single mix relay too yeah yeah she just all around just has had a great weekend so far um she was um 
uh, maybe maybe not so much in the individual. Where was she? Twenty eighth. But um, I, I felt like in this race that that after the first shooting, she just sort of took the race over and mm-hmm. skied away from everybody. She obviously shot well, but skied away from everybody. Shot well again and very fast. Um, I think she shot clean, right? The, she did. The yep. Yeah. Yep. Twenty four seconds for her standing shooting in the relay today. And then she just like raced away from everybody. And and at the time, it looked like Norway, solid lead. You have Caroline Knoten coming up, who um, is a good shooter and 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 raced very quickly in the individual. So I, in my thinking, I was like, well, you know, even if she loses some time on the on the course, usually she's a pretty good shooter. Mm-hmm. She actually has some misses and they fall behind because Elvira has this amazing, amazing comeback. Go to Tangerbold, right. who, um, you know, I think that we both were, were very curious to see how she now... With no Roysland not coming back, Ekhoff is is firmly gone, right? She is the leader of the team. How is she going to perform? She looked great, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like and she, how she put the pressure on Hannah yes. skiing yeah. and still, I think she had one one miss yeah. in her she final looked, shoot. Yes, it was really solid, right? So, and, and you're exactly right. She she made Hannah think about it because she was not letting her get away on the course. I think mm-hmm. she, she shaved off a few seconds. Um I was really that was really impressive. I, I think even more so than her performance in the individual race. I I just really liked seeing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's just funny, right? Because was it two weeks ago that I said I was a bit uh, I wasn't very high on the Norwegian women? Oh yeah, no, I, I and I shared and your now I you shared see your the, opinion. Uh, a little bit. Uh, I forgot her name. The the girl that started today, that came uh, from the Johansson. Yeah. Johansson and yeah. then Arnaclave and then mm-hmm. Dan Revolt looking really strong yeah. and Noten was solid. She was. And, 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 and Noten, to be fair, she was fourth in the individual race. So, right. you know, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a really solid... Uh, oh, and they, they, Marit Skogan, who had like 11 total races in her career, uh, like, and I mean like IBU and Junior she Cup. She was top like, six or... Yeah, she was like 10th, wasn't she? Yeah, amazing, right? So... yeah. Never doubt the Norwegians. I think that's the the moral of the <laughs> yeah, story. There's always a new one stepping up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I I just I really liked what I saw from Arna Clive and 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 Johansson too. Right? She was she was very solid in getting them started off. And but but Tangerbold just really impressed me a lot today. That was some some bulldog mentality stuff. Reminded me a little yeah, bit no of kidding. almost like a like a combo almost of like Ekhoff and and Roisland out there. Some of the same similar like if you blended their mentalities. Hmm. Not saying she's going to go win it overall, but just no, no, no. But yeah, yeah. no, it definitely. Uh, yeah. She she made me think of Tyrrell a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, very spunky. Um. Oh, and last thing, I my last thought uh, or two thoughts from the women's the relay today. Just before I totally forget them, um, uh, the the Czech Republic team um didn't have a great finish, but I thought that they started off really well with Vobornikova and and Jislova, and it was really nice seeing. Yoslova, who I think had a little bit of a disappointing year last year, mm-hmm. um, come back and and she looked great today. So that yeah. was that was encouraging, especially coming off of I think an illness that kept her out of the individual. Um, so that that was that was really nice. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you remember last episode, I said I have for some reason I have high expectations of the Vidova, but uh, I don't think they uh, they have started yet to uh, to show themselves, or at least no. uh, yeah. She, yeah, still. both her skiing, her skiing. She had some some race where she was, uh, you know, not too far behind. But yeah, her shooting is is definitely not uh, where she would want it to be. I'm sure. Yeah, it's coming. Um, yeah. And then yeah, the the individual she was sixth in course time, so that's solid. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, and then I was going to mention just the the Polish women, and this we can transition back to I know. some other races. But the Polish women uh, had two great races in the in the individual, and then. Sidorovich, who I will be honest, I've never heard of before, um, looked really great in leg one today. I know. And, and uh, Anna Maka, I, I can't say I've heard of her either. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it Yak- Yakiela? But she's been around for a while. Right? Yeah, she has. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, just uh, no, it's, a it's really nice start to the season for the polls. I. I not that I don't expect anything from them, um, right? It's not that I expect well, them to they're be. Not, they're not the first name to pop in your head. Certainly not, right? Yeah. And so, uh, um, 
they they got to be pretty pretty ecstatic with how things are going right now. I always with Poland. I always think of um, oh God. I was just thinking her name, uh, the cross country skier, who always was fighting it with uh, Marit Bjergen <laughs> on the Olympics and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think she's actually coaching the skiing part. But anyway, um, and and there was this lady whose name I also don't remember, but she, she had one of the most World Cups, and I think she retired last year after like eight or like numbers of years on the World Cup. What was her name? I don't remember. No, I know. I can I can see <laughs> her in just my... Before the episode, we were talking about memories remembering yeah. anything more for more than five minutes is yeah uh, I, I can see her in my can see her in my in my mind's oh, eye yeah. but i can't yeah um anyway i feel like i've been dominating the the topics here a lot recently but um what do you think of veer the first couple of races i don't know i i know i wrote down and it might have been for today but um that she was she seemed very slow very of course, slow. she still has her shooting, although that was also, I think she shot fast, but not necessarily yeah. high percentages for her, for her level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'm just quickly going through my notes here because I know I wrote down that she was quite far behind. So she missed two in the last standing shooting in the individual, which is kind of... Like usually, she was always very strong in the la- in the final shots, right? Yeah, nails. Yeah, mattered. Um, oh yeah, and she so in the mixed relay, she lost fifty seconds to Justine Brejaboucher and nine to Naughton. And yeah. in my head, Naughton is not even one of the fastest skiers. No, I always usually she's like the slowest of the Norwegian women. Um, yeah. Which again, the Norwegians are fast, but she sort of is the the aberrant uh, Norwegian. Mm-hmm. But I mean. You can't say much about uh, an athlete after two races, of course. But um, it when I saw her, it made me think a little bit of, um, you know, some athletes when they're past their prime and you can actually start seeing mm-hmm. that they're past their prime. But yeah, it's way too too early to say that. But that, that was a, a thought that came up. Uh, no, yeah. That. I agree, and um, I, like I, I, uh, I sort of had a similar feeling. I was like, "Oh dear, is this is this the beginning of the end?" But then I keep thinking, last year she was still second overall. She had a, you know, oh, yeah. during the the Olympic season, she started really slow, and then and then built to this tremendous crescendo right before the the Olympics. So, um, you know, we'll see. But it, it was it was difficult because not that she, I mean, she's never over the last couple of years since winning her globes, never been one of the fastest skiers out there, but she just looked right. particularly slow today. And, uh, compared to some of it, just when, when she was, but she was always up there though, right? Not, yeah, maybe she not was the fastest, but she was always close it enough. Looked, it looked like she just got dropped. Um, right. That she just c- couldn't hang. And I'm sure that that will come, right. I'm sure that by the time the world championships roll around, we'll be talking about, you know, Dorothy Avira, is she going to, you know, add to her overall medal count, but, it was just a little hard to see the the first couple. Yeah, of and and maybe it's also for some that you know, as you get older, you know, you can't peak the whole season, so mm-hmm. you pick your spot. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Italians, uh, we mentioned Vitazzi a little bit, but but winning the winning the individual was pretty awesome to see her out there, mm-hmm. and and obviously she skied very well, shot nineteen of twenty, so that was that was tremendous. Um, you know, uh, an awesome way. She she missed the relay today. It sounds like she's a little under the weather. Uh, fingers crossed that she gets back for the um, the the sprint uh, in a couple right. days. Um, but did you see the uh, the Italian men? Um, DJ Biruna, yes, fastest. That's my guy. Fastest of the first lap. Yeah, yeah, that's I my guy. So that, yeah. um, he was also he was the fastest of all the men under twenty five. Wow, mm-hmm. beating out and, by one spot his down, teammate he shot well too, right? Uh, he was okay. I think he had three misses. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah. So he, um, four misses, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, three misses in the, in the, in the last shooting. So he was, he was right in the mix of things until the end there. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, and then, uh, Jacomel, uh, ended up eighth. So, um, anyway, it was, they, they look, you know, decent. 
I was pretty pretty pleased. And and talking about under twenty five, I think Jacomel made a better impression on me so far than uh, Hartvig. Hartvig. Hartvig is Hartvig. A, a rough start. Hartvig does not like Ostersund, right? Because that was where he looked dead uh, last season. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't look great. <laughs> but he had such great. a great start last year in Kontolaki, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he started right off at the second. But you saw um, Stalder had mm-hmm. a, was he fifth? Yeah, fifth. So career best. Um, so, yeah, hopefully hopefully he is inspired by his teammate. And hopefully inspired by seeing uh, Jacomel in the in the blue bib. Or actually, I guess his and teammate's I'm assuming you're bib. not talking about uh, Simon Ader and his teammate. Because he, what, what's this, like two misses in one shooting? Oh my God, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. He was, speaking of people who were right in it, right? Um, He was. Oh yeah, individual. Yeah, he was in it. That was, I I got, when I saw him up there, I was like, man, even, it's like, if he can just, if he can just go clean, we'll have a chance. Maybe he can get on the podium, at least top five. Yeah, it was super cool to see. Yeah. So my question for you before the uh, before the season, right? I think it was how many top top tens does he get? It's like, mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, why? Well, maybe I maybe I should have set the set the bar a little <laughs> higher. Yeah, but you know, in the end, where what uh, position did he come in? Oh, I think he came in twenty first. And how how far behind? Two minutes and three seconds. Two minutes and two. Three seconds, yeah. If he would have only had one miss, he would have been top 10. Uh, or if he just shot his usual clean, then <laughs> I know, well, then he, he would have been, yeah. he would have been second. He would have been on the podium, yeah. which would have just been <laughs> one of the most stunning results. <laughs> I know. Um, good way to start the season. Oh, good gracious. Right. Uh, I didn't write this down, but is. One of the things I've been trying to figure out, and he's only run two races, is Samuelson for real this year? Like, is that speed going to continue? Or is this, you remember he did this a couple of years ago where he started out like a man on fire and then and then immediately started to fade? Is is that what we're going to see? Or is he actually going to be able to keep this up? I, I, when I was making notes and stuff for the episode, um, I realized later how many times I wrote down Seb. Yeah. He was... And although he didn't have a perfect weekend, um, well, again, by his standards, I I don't know. He looks he looks good to me. Like, he... Just also, maybe it's like a continuation of his um, stature by the end of last season, mm-hmm. where he was not giving in and, you know, still showed fighting spirit. And I don't know. It, it's almost like a man on a mission to prove that JTB can be beaten. Yeah. And um, didn't he won a couple of medals at the, at worlds last year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just, it feels different. It feels like when we saw it a few years ago, he was still a couple of years away. Like it was, it was a preview of what he can do. Yeah. But he looks good. Yeah, he does. He was 34 seconds faster than Bo. Uh, in the individual, he was 46 seconds faster than Jacqueline. And 15, 16 seconds faster than Dalla. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very, I'm hopeful that he can shoot well. Because I have been betting that he would be competing for the overall for about three years now. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, long enough to I know. It's like, I, I, yeah. I think he's really going to do it. Like, it, I'm... I was getting a little bit, I was probably prematurely impatient, uh, but he's 26 now and it feels like he's getting into the right age where he's going to be able to do it. I think you're right. It's almost like he, he matured into it. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I don't know what's like, in a way, Ponce Loma is also confirming again, the type of athlete he is in my mind. Yeah. Boomer bust. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what that's about, but. Uh... Um. Speaking of athletes that you love, um, <laughs> did you see uh, QFM uh, after the? I can't remember after one of the the race. He was congratulating. And he said he was saying like thanks for the money or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the prize money. Um, I don't know if it was for Claude and or to the to his teammates. Um, I don't know. I think he was just being funny, but it was yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, oh, I, I missed that. 
Uh, I'll have to find the context. I'll we'll we'll share it next uh, next time around. Yeah, his shooting was uh, pretty shocking. What uh, what was it again? Remind me. He had uh, on the individual. He had uh, three one zero one misses. Oh. Came in forty second and was one minute six behind Sebastian. On oh, in total on skiing. On oh, skiing, on the skiing, he was one oh six behind Sebastian. Oh wow. It, all those numbers, like, yeah. So JT Bow was thirty-four seconds behind Sebastian, third yeah. ski time. Uh, Ponsaloma one minute twenty. Christensen one forty-four. Sturlholm Legray two forty-five behind ski time. Two. Hartwig oh. three thirty-two. And let's see here. So your your new f- fellow countryman. Mm. Not not a he great was, start. I think he was seven fifty two behind the fastest gear, Sebastian. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so I don't know if he yeah. has a injury or if he, because I mean his shooting was one miss zero zero one miss. So it's not like he was out of it already. Yeah. Maybe it's just yeah. the uh, you know, he just wasn't ready. Maybe Northern not Hemisphere good. versus Southern Hemisphere. Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, he's missing his kiwi fruits. Adjustments. Yeah, I, I still, I, I will retain my optimism uh, for the young, the young American well, squad. I mean, but yeah, and we talked about the uh, sophomore jinx too, right? Yeah, yeah. Because last year was kind of his first full season. Full season. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, that's fair. And then what other athlete complete jump again? Um, that stood out to me. And I always have to think of her and Stina Nielsen, where yeah. we've talked about Stina Nielsen losing a lot of her speed. And then you mm-hmm. see Lampage. Mm-hmm. And yes, her yeah. shooting is uh, far from great. Yeah. But she's still flying. She is. Yeah. So um, she actually didn't look terrible today in the relay. I mean, you didn't really mm-hmm. see her. I'm just looking at stats because I don't think we saw her for one right. second on the on the video. But um, yeah, it was actually... Not terrible, you know. I'm I'm pulling yeah, her up right real you, quick. Well, I mean, she already showed with her podium last year that if the shooting works out, she's she can be a contender. Yeah, she can get right? there. So yeah. So they finished what tenth overall? Yeah, she cleaned. She cleaned prone, um, and then hit her first four. Oh man, hit her first four standing, and then missed four in a row. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh man, that is so close to being amazing, right? Because you think they ended up in in you, ninth. How do you know it's a f- the fifth shot though? Um, I'm looking at the shooting, like the shooting chart. So it was, but yeah, like the five dots. No, not the five dots. It's oh, like okay. yeah, yeah, hit, 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 miss, miss, okay. miss, miss. Yeah. Um. So they finished in tenth place. 537 behind they were what is this 24 seconds behind poland who was in ninth 30 seconds behind italy in eighth well who knows i mean where they could have finished but it could have been a nice little nice little finish for them mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else uh did you did you pick up on um we haven't really talked much about reese and strello but no, I think we probably should because you know they did go one. Well, two you mentioned for, it before, right? The, the Germans, Strello, uh, was one of my one of my guys that I was excited about this season. Mm. He had sort of the same makeup as like Hartweg did before, where made the shooting leap, and you're like, wow, if he can just get the skiing to come up. And he had some some relatively decent skiing in his past. Um, he looked he looked pretty solid. This is probably his best overall skiing performance of his career. So. Actually, I can I can pull it up real quick. I I think it was his second, yeah, uh, best course time rank ever. Um, yeah, so he was sixteenth, uh, eighteenth, uh, excuse me, on the eighteenth on the on the skis. So, right, pretty solid. Um, and of course, you know he's what the greatest prone shooter ever live. Uh, although he did miss one. Um, and then Reese, right? You you called it before the before the season in our preview. You said that you expected Reese to win a race and. He did it. He did it for you right away. <laughs> there you go. Check that well, off. Yeah. Although I, I'll I'll be very frank, I don't recall that I 
You did it. You did it. Well, did, uh, was it a question of you? Uh, we were I just did. talking about the Germans, and you threw it out there that you expected them to win a race. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to give you credit for it. Yay. The Germans, <laughs> I feel like they're like, right, if Ries can perform like this, if Strello can perform like this, and they still have Dole, who finished ninth, they feel like they're just one guy away from having like a solid four-man mm-hmm. unit. Well, although uh, um, Philip Norath. Yeah. He what was, was he? Uh, I think he had a, a good start of the season. Yeah, he was 29th in the... 29th in the... Or maybe he did well in the mixed. Individual. I... I or am I just... Uh, Making things I'm up. also doing some uh, ski speed analysis. Not now, but I'm in, in the yeah. middle of it. He was he was solid. Um, yeah, he was solid. So I think that uh, he was in the mix. He, he certainly had a lot of airtime during the individual because we kept seeing him and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he was solid. No, overall, I think that we talked about the German women and and how solid they looked to start off. But I think the German men have to be pretty excited with with Strello's performance. And and I I mm-hmm. do think that that's rep- replicable going forward. Not that I think he's going to get second every race, but I think that looking for him to have a season sort of similar to maybe like someone like uh, Stalder did last year, where you know you're kind of hanging around the top ten, where you can you can crack in there a couple times and. Right. Maybe, uh, you know, finish, I don't know, 15th overall or, you know, somewhere in that range would be definitely, definitely in play. I think it's mostly um, like when you talk about Ader, for example, he's not going to win the globe. We know that. Mm-hmm. But we saw that up till the, the fourth shooting, he was in there. And like we said, if he shot clean, he would have been, what, three seconds yeah. behind? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so, knowing that on a good day, and when maybe some opponents are not having a great day, you can still win. Yeah, I think one as long as you have that mindset and and reality, I guess that must be such a cool feeling. Yeah, yeah. So now you've got a chance, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, let's look at Strello real quick. Yeah, so Strello has in t- in his career, he's got now four top tens. All of them have come in the last, really, in this in in the last 12 months. So nice. Pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's trending upwards for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there was somebody else that I was going to mention another. What do you think of, uh, Emilien Jacqueline? It was nice to see him back in his normal role. <laughs> Thought, you know, uh, it looked like he went flying off the start, um, and the individual, and then he had his misses. I, he, he hung in there, I think. So, um, that was nice to see. He, 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 how many misses do you have? Three misses on the day? Four. Four? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had Both four misses, but he didn't. Two standing misses on, uh, either round. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Two standing misses, but he didn't pack it in. Like he didn't just like totally hmm. fold the tent. He was twenty seventh fastest on the fifth lap. It's just funny that every time when he starts, yeah. he looks like today could be the day, and then you know, especially the the first shooting clean and stuff, and you're like, "Ooh, could be," and then <laughs> this and is going to be the one. The candle you just know. dies out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I take that back. He was one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. He was seventh fastest on the on the last lap. So yeah, he didn't he didn't pack the tent up. So that was kind of nice to see, right? Even with the misses, you know, in the past you might have just like, well, whatever. I'm just gonna gonna go put go go <laughs> go for a walk in the woods. <laughs> yeah. um, no, actually, it was uh, the the person I was going to actually mention was um, uh, uh, Polona Klementich the Slovenian who didn't have mm-hmm. a great individual race, but uh, she actually looked really good in both of the relays. So hopefully she had kind of a breakthrough season last year. Hopefully that's going to continue for her this year. Mm-hmm. What did you think of, uh, uh, well, two, no, let's put it differently. I really liked Lumino. No, I Lou, let's just say Lou. Yeah. 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 Um, she looked really strong to me and just, I don't know. I, I think I may have said it last uh, last week that I think she 
I don't know if I would still want to say it out loud that she could be the best French athlete this season, but she just seems she just looks really strong as somebody who can be the leading French athlete, maybe not this year yet, but in the in the upcoming years. But I was yeah. going to ask you. Um, oh, say it. I think you should say it. I think you should say it loud and loud and proud because she looks no, good. Bob, this season, I don't see that happen quite yet, but uh, I think well, Julia Simon will be too strong for that. But You think so? Um, but what did you think of... Uh, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you think you think that Simone's going to be better? Yeah. Than Jean Monod? Okay. Did I say something different than last? No, no, no. I, I, just, I don't know. I, just, I, yeah. I think it's more I'd like it to be Jean Monod. Yeah. Yeah, I see what but you're saying. But I think... Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I also wouldn't be surprised if it is... So if I'm betting money, if I'm betting money, which I never do, I've never bet on anything in sports, but if I was going to, right, I would probably bet on Simone. But I think that Jean Monod is really good. And I agree with you. I think that it's going to happen sooner than we might expect that she will be the best. And see, and I would bet my money on, on Jean Monod. Yeah. Oh, you would? I, I'm still not convinced that Simon's globe last year yeah. was not an outlier. Yeah. I, I still, you still see that, uh, what did you call it? Boomer bust. Yeah, boomer bust. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm not, I'm not convinced that that era is behind her. Yeah, I think as long as she keeps doing well, I think she could pull it off again. Yeah. But as soon as she's going to have a couple races in a row where maybe it's not, yeah, uh, going well, the shooting, I don't know what that will will do to her mindset. And and I also would say that I think when we look back, when they're both have had full careers and they retired, I think Jean Monod will have had the better career. Yeah, I, I, I right with that. Yeah, well, I think with yeah, I think that it might not be a huge gap, but I think that Jean Jean Monod will be better. She's mm-hmm. she's tenacious. I really like. And her, where does uh, Justine fit in? Ah, uh, yeah. So that's a good question. She looked really good. I thought right. Um, the biggest concern I had was, I mean, she's she is also a boomer bust shooter um, at times, but I was wondering. After having had a baby, would she be able to? Because her her superpower was her speed. Would she be mm-hmm. able to get her speed back? And um, I think that she answered that very clearly. I think she did. Right. So she's she's fast. Right. Just like she was. Yeah. I think she was she was top two or three in the in the individual and course time. I think she she blew everybody away in the in the in the mixed relay. Um. So I think that she's back and. Um, yeah, I think that the the French have those three women who could win any race, right? I mean, mm-hmm. any race that they line up at the start, they could win. And that's something that that most teams other than say like Sweden and Germany don't really have, right? Having three women who could who could do it. But And didn't uh who's the fourth on Chevalier? Didn't she win a race last year? Second place. Um or second place. Yeah, and and Antholtz, So she yeah. could potentially also win. She one. could as well. Yeah. But. Yep. And Chavot has speed. If she can shoot well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of women. So I feel like we can uh, call this episode the kangaroo episode because we're hopping back and forth and back and forth. But um, <laughs> going back to Preutz, yeah. uh, you always like these uh, these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Preutz, do you think she has a, a real let, – let's assume that she can stay healthy – do you think that will automatically put her in a position for a, a possible globe win? I don't, but I do think that she's going to be top 10. I think that uh, she shot much better to, I mean, obviously she went perfect um, than she normally does, but she still wasn't like as fast as she used to be. So mm-hmm. um, I think that, um, that might come throughout the season, but I think I think that she will probably finish out somewhere around like fifth or sixth in the overall. Um, but and mostly due to the speed, I think yeah, or mostly, her off, I guess yeah, 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 Hold, holding her back. Um, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Is is but but I don't know that she looks better than I was worried she might because I think we've seen mm-hmm. her sort of intermittently the last two years, and when we have seen her. 
she's shown flashes of being good, but never consistently. And I think in mm-hmm. the three races that we saw her in, the the um, the single well, she didn't run in the mix, so I guess the two races, the um, the relay today, she shot you know nine for ten. Um, and I guess she had one miss. I guess a better way of putting it. She ran decently fast. Um, uh, well, no, she didn't. Not nearly as fast as I was hoping for. In my memory, it was better. But anyway, she looked obviously she looked great in the individual. So I, I think that ultimately she she probably lands somewhere in that five, six, seven overall range. But um, will she be the best German? No, I think that's going to be voked. Hmm. I think she looks. So you're predicting a. A top four for Vogt? Top four, yeah. I can predict a top four. I think she's going to be right up there. Hmm. I think uh, sophomore slump is is over. But if I recall, didn't you say that you might see Kebinger as the I top know. Three? So she's going to be top three this year. No. Um, <laughs> she just looked, she looked like she's going to yeah, have a little bit of a bumpy start to the season. But I think ultimately yeah. she'll, she'll be great. I just, she looked pretty off her off her speed offers you know in that first race so we'll see Hmm. but it's a good problem to have um for the germans i think because i think schneider looked really good as well um and i am not predicting schneider to be a top 10 but i think she'll be 10 to 15 somewhere in that range maybe like 12th but um i think they they have reloaded pretty well in the last couple of years yeah I, yeah, it's we we mentioned this before a couple of years ago. People were really concerned about the German women's team, and now it's the uh, yeah they look the men. pretty darn strong. Yeah. Um, last thing I was going to ask you about was what did you think about the Swiss? They were sort of the darlings of the of the World Cup last year uh, with uh, Hartweg, and the the women were kind of kind of consistently in every race, and so did. Uh, did they do anything to stand out for you this week? Um, yeah, in, in general, it's hard to say because, you know, like you said, Stoller uh, had a good race. But then uh, I think Amy Bezerga was so-so, if I recall correctly. She was okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, heart rate, obviously, not having the best start. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I... I was impressed with uh, Hickley Hickley today keeping mm-hmm. uh, Julia Simon behind her. Although she, you know, she she lost time on her, but was able to. Uh, she held her have off about ten fifty minutes between them in the end. Yeah, yeah, she held her off. So, yeah, I thought they were they were oh, they were solid. I, I think that mm-hmm. so for me, the best thing about them was that they sort of. Um, they they didn't stand out, and when you look at their results, you're like, you know, Baserga I think was like twelfth in the individual. Lena Hacky Gross was not far behind her. Um, I think the Gasparin sisters, one of them at least, had a had a pretty decent race in the individual. Um, uh, Alyssa Gasparin nineteenth, Aida Grassman thirty second. Um, in the in the relay today, what were they? Fourth, third, yeah, fourth, yeah, right. And it and it wasn't like it didn't blow me away. Right. It was kind of like, all right, mm-hmm. right. They're doing what they're supposed to do. And, and that's pretty cool. Right. Cause that's last season. It would have been like, Whoa, look at the Swiss. And now it's like, Oh, well, look at the Swiss. Yeah. They're there again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It's, it's a good sign for them as a program. I think. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. Anything else? Um, any, yeah. any concerns about, uh, sorry. No, I was going to say just in general, going through, um, the races so far, I noticed that the Finns are, have actually been shooting really fast. Oh, interesting. Where it was always, um, you know, well, we talked about Canada usually being in the top, and they still are. Yeah. But I've noticed that with a number of races, the Finns were actually either the fastest or second hmm. fastest shooters. I hadn't noticed that. Now, I have not compared that with their uh, shooting results, like percentages, but I, uh, yeah, I did. I, I don't recall it from last year. Maybe they were already fast shooters, but uh, it I stood out to me. Don't think that they were. Not that they were slow, but I don't think that they were fast. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Any, and the any, other 
Oh, oh sorry. I was going to say, any cause for concern for the uh, Canadians and the Americans? Um, well, I mean, it wasn't... Uh, I think in the mixed relay, they were like 10 meters away from being lapped. Was it? Is that true? Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the mixed relay where... Because um, I think... There's a certain point if you're not passed by then, you get to do another loop. And I, I think, um, okay, I, I would have to look up which race it was. But I know at some yeah. point there was like, oh, God, they're going to be lapped. Oh, they made it. Get to go again. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was especially on the men. Um, I think Adam Runnels had a had a fairly good um result but it just seemed slow yeah which yeah. you know is has always been a concern that they're just re- having a really hard time keeping up with the speed but um yeah but definitely not a start like last year no even though amalanda was solid but um yeah yeah and, and and from the american side i'll say that the men didn't really show a ton um there are a lot of young guys on the team, right? I guess we had a, we had a, we had, um, um, Jake Brown and, uh, who else do we have for the men out there? Obviously Jermaine and Campbell Wright. Um, and then Sean Doherty, of course, um, Sean Doherty looked okay, but the rest of the men weren't, weren't really having, having a great day. The women, Kelsey Dickinson looked really good. Um, hmm. uh, so that was, that was nice to see. She shot amazingly well. I think that she, has really, I think she's went clean today. I think she had only one or two misses in the individual, so um, that was nice to see. But overall, I think uh, a little bit of um, a little bit of growing pains. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, how they how they grow. Last year, Emma Linder, right? She started out like on fire, okay. so that was yeah, yeah amazing. But I still think the the best is yet to come for her. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to mention as well, which is not really related to the races, but I noticed on the, uh, biathlonresults.com website mm-hmm. that they now have, so when you click on a race, you had the results, reports, and analysis, and now they have a re-live. Mm. And I don't recall ever seeing that work. I, I'm not sure if I saw, saw it before. Uh, just uh, the name you could click and then saw something, but it's uh, now you can basically re reload all the live data. Um, so huh. Maybe it was there and I never noticed it, but it's uh, it's cool to have all the data available there. Interesting, cool. I didn't know that was there. Um, speaking of, they also updated the app. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, in mine did a really good job, I must say. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I like it a lot. The only thing I'll say is that mine kept getting stuck on the range, so I couldn't get it like. And I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, don't need like. Can I please get off of this?" Um, so uh, that was that was a little frustrating. That's probably just a, a me problem, though. Um, but I do appreciate that they keep. It seems like every year for the last two or three years they've made some updates. So yeah, uh, no, it's making our I life easier when uh, when they came out with this app because they, right? they, yeah. they must have sent out. Um, I think it's because I was, you know, when you go to uh, biathlon results, you can register or just, um, yeah. use it unregisteredly. And I, and I made an account and I think that's probably why I got invited to, uh, to test a preview of the app, um, and then provide some feedback. But yeah, I think it's, uh, it's been a really good path they're on. Yep. Any last scattered thoughts? No, I'm just um, so tomorrow we have the relay, and then sprints and pursuits. So I think uh, after those are done, we'll have a better idea of if the oh the results uh, that we've seen are are. Uh, Baiba Vendika is going to race for... in the sprint. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, well, of course. After this race, yeah, you might as well. Well, and the way she was doing, she might do the pursuit as well. <laughs> I think she's going to <laughs> a little more than she anticipated. 
Um, all right, that is exciting news. Uh, I might have to bump that right to the top. So, um, yeah, just just saw that uh, just saw that on on Twitter or whatever we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I had uh, when I saw the news yesterday. I told her I said, "Go out there and kick some ass," and she said, <laughs> "She responded." She goes, "Well, I guess I managed to kick some ass." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you sure did. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So uh, I, we started with it. I just want to close with it again. That's just incredible. Two months later, um, she's out there and and not just not just like racing just to race, but like she's competing and competing well. So yeah, yeah, that's just incredible. That's off. Absolutely. All right, guys. I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, yeah. And thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll yeah, just like RJ after. said last time, it does something for us. I don't know what, but uh, give us five stars subscribe do all those things and or make four us, or three just you know yeah, give us a star no we'll take one yeah. yeah but i mean see them as uh as targets in biathlon you know <laughs> yeah. yeah if you think you can go five for five give us five stars <laughs> yeah. um yeah and uh we'll be back on sunday night uh next pod will be up hopefully early early monday morning so you can recap a, a fun weekend of biathlon sounds good okay take care <laughs>